This week on Jesus Center Stage, we talk about those awkward text conversations that we didn't mean to get into, and then we look at the persecution of our brothers and sisters in India, Canada, and all around the world, and just what does persecution look like. Uh, we can talk about the giveaways today. Um, we had three we give away three winners. Mm-hmm. Or we give away three shirts to three winners. We didn't give away three winners. <laughs> <laughs> they would be so sad. However, uh, I'm going to try to get those ordered today. We we have the sizes and addresses now, yes. I believe. So. Uh, we had um, Jason Killingsworth, Jessica Ross, and... Rachel Laney. Rachel Laney, yes. Uh, so congratulations to those. And, you know... We're going to try to do that again at some point. It'll be a few months. I think we need a contest next time. Yeah, we, we're going to have to change up something to get uh, more interactions, I guess you could say. But we're really happy for those that got it. I know the ones that I've talked with and let them know, they was very excited yes. about it. So uh, that was good. Enjoyed that. Um, we're here. It's June 23rd today that we're recording this. So we're getting really close to the 4th of July. My and favorite. Your favorite, uh, for good <laughs> or bad reason, we might say. It's all good reasons. I'm very patriotic. <laughs> yeah, uh, but maybe because your birthday's coming up. Um, yeah, I'm not as excited yeah. about that. Yeah, well, you think... Although I have been meaning to ask you, do you know if they're doing fireworks on the river again this year? Oh, I'm sure they will be. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I like fireworks on yeah. the river. You know, last week, a lot or last year, a lot of that got got postponed and canceled because of the covid stuff but i would say most of it's back to normal now very very few things are not back in order maybe a few restrictions uh here does that mean the devil wards are up this year it does yes. it does so i missed that in my yeah. life what if we take center stage to the <gasps> dove awards oh that would be so cool yeah there's no telling who we run into somebody Remember last, last time we was there we ran into vince gill Torn Wells. Torn Wells. Guy Penrod. Guy Penrod, yeah. So who yeah. knows who we... We have superstars uh, on... Uh, that would be awesome. Besides you, you obviously is the, Aww, the superstar so of, of Jesus Center Stage podcast here. Uh, yeah, so so that'll be, that'll be fun. We I hadn't even thought of that. I don't know what it might take to deal with the cameras or the recorders uh, for that kind of thing. I don't know, because it's really crowded. It is. But... We will be looking into it. So we got the 4th of July coming up, uh, which usually means a day off work, uh, a day of uh, it's on fireworks. Sunday. Yeah, it's on Sunday this year. So that means a long weekend. Mm-hmm. All good stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm digging this, so. Um, so what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just normal. You know, last, let's just don't forget, last week we had Rachel Smith on. Yes, and, and if a, you guys have not listened to that yet, please go listen to it. Yeah, we had uh, a lot of good feedback, and you know, the day that that uh, that it came out, you know, the our, our, the podcast come out on Thursdays, and usually that Thursday we'll have a um, a fair amount of listeners, but the new podcast usually don't get a lot of of listens for that that current week until two or three days after it's out but that particular day it came out on thursday and thursday night i think we had the highest downloads of the podcast of the the whole week yeah okay of the whole week was on that that one day that it came out so 
It was um, good stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people wanted to hear what Rachel had to say. And if you haven't heard that, uh, I encourage you to go back. It's episode 25. Uh, go back and check her out. A great, great testimony of love, forgiveness, uh, also of going on missions. And, uh, and I know she's got one coming up soon. And, and just once again, go to Transformed Wife. Um, I'm not sure the exact website. Is it just transformwife.com? Yeah, and then she's on Facebook too. As yeah, she's on Wife. Facebook. Uh, yeah, so you can learn a lot there about her. And uh, if you wanted to to help out with any of those the the missions that she that she's uh, in, you know, taking part in. So, but that was that was fun last week. Um, I believe I heard a little bit of uh, that you've just been spending a lot of time texting. And no. stuff of that nature. <laughs> no, I haven't. So yesterday I was um, helping somebody organize in their house. And I got this random text message um, from a number I didn't know. And they asked me if I was Grant, I believe, was the name. And I was like, no, sorry, I, you have the wrong number. And I just I just left it at that. Well, they, they texted me back. And like this went on, we probably exchanged... I'm guessing at least 12 texts. Wow. And I like shared the gospel with this person. And I was telling her about Jesus and how he could change her life and what it meant to repent and that he was the only way. And like I'm texting her this mm -hmm. stuff and she's texting me back pictures and inappropriate suggestions. <laughs> and <laughs> so I just kept like whenever she would text me, Do I, I would dare say. I ask what inappropriate? What kind of inappropriate? Well, yeah, I'm not gonna say on the podcast. Oh, okay, it wasn't great. Um, but I don't. I think she thought I was a guy, so mm -hmm. we'll just put that Go out with there. that route. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I I just told her like I Wait, told her the gospel. Did, was she making inappropriate suggestions after you told the gospel, or only? Yes. Wow. Like, she would send, like, she sent a picture of herself and asked for a picture of me because I assumed she was thinking was I was the guy. Appropriate no, picture? it was just a, like, a headshot. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to send a picture of myself. Like, I'm not an <laughs> she idiot. She would have been in shock if you had <laughs> actually sent a picture of you. So, no, I just started sharing the gospel with her. And then she would reply something and, and like, say, oh, you're funny. You seem like a nice person. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. And, like, rip, you know, told her more about Jesus. And uh -huh. then a little while later, she'd reply something else and be like, she's not getting this. So I'd say a little bit more about Jesus. And I finally had to just... Okay, I've told her everything I can tell her about the gospel, mm -hmm. and this is too, like, she's just going too far, so then I had to. How old do you think this person was? According to the picture, which, who knows if the person who sent the picture mm -hmm. is actually the person in the picture, um, but in the picture, I'm guessing she was in her low 20s, maybe yeah. 19, 20, somewhere along there. She wasn't very old. So she's still looking for Grant? Apparently, yeah. yes. And you told her you was the wrong person. Yes. Right off the bat. Yes. The, it, the very on. first text message that said, hey, are you Grant? This is, I think her, I think it said Mandy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I'm in town. Wanted to see if you wanted to hang out or something like that. And I was like, I just text back I simply. I see where this inappropriateness was headed. I said, I simply said wrong number. 
Like yeah. I didn't, I wasn't, I just said wrong number. She thinks Grant has rejected her now. <laughs> She's like, I know it's you, Grant. <laughs> no, actually when I said wrong number, she came back with, he must have given me the wrong number on purpose or yeah. something like that. And I was like, well, that's not me, you know. But I was like, you know, maybe, maybe she didn't have the wrong number and maybe I need to share the gospel with her. So I just started like texting her about Jesus and yeah. telling her about Jesus and it wasn't soaking in. Yeah, well, but <laughs> you know, that reminds me. Uh, a couple of years ago, I still remember where I said I had stopped at the Dollar General store <laughs> over in Flintstone, and I got a text um, from uh, apparently a, 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 a girl, a young lady, I don't know, but uh, she thought I think it was I think she thought my name was Sarah or something because she's like, "Hey, Sarah." That's a popular name. Yeah. Um, but she said she said something along the lines of, "Do you want you want to go out tonight and just get tore up drunk or something like that? You know, no, do you, you want a party? <laughs> you know, it it, it involved. Uh, you know, like I said I forget exactly how she worded it, but it was like, "Do you want to go out and just get hammered drunk or something tonight?" And I replied back. You know, I said, "This isn't Sarah. I believe you have their own number, but I used to love to go out and get drunk." But Jesus changed me, and I gave a, like a little ten-word little, you know, example yeah. of of how good He is, and uh, sent it. Never heard no no replies. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> this this person gave me ample opportunity to share the gospel, and like I said, it finally like it it progressively got worse, mm-hmm. and so I finally hit the report spam option on the phone. Yeah. And ended the conversation because I was like, I have done, like, I have, you know, I told her everything that she needed to know about the gospel and that he died for us and that if you repent and turn to him, I mean, like, I, and she mm-hmm. get, like, she would reply. So I'd be like, okay, here's some more Jesus for yeah. you because you desperately need it. But here's the thing, like, I don't know this person and whether, whether she was actually who she portrayed to be or if it was somebody random Mm -hmm. either way the the suggestions that they were making were characteristic of somebody who feels worthless yeah and like as i was as i was in a conversation with her and i was just thinking about how bound that she must feel and how worthless she must feel in herself to to stoop to these suggestions and to be caught up in those situations and it just like like I don't even know this person but it kind of broke my heart just thinking about it that people are like that's normal like it, yeah. it was normal I could tell by the way that she worded stuff that it was then it was normal it was stuff normal. for her to say and and to do mm-hmm. yeah and that that's really sad uh but that's reality but you know you you tell them you shared the gospel you you done that part um and there's some people that simply don't want to hear it just because they don't is there's some people that not only do they not want to hear it but it angers angers mm-hmm. them makes them mad uh those kind of things she's and, just ignoring it yeah <laughs> and you know j- j- this week i have uh i've seen you know we've talked um quite a few times that that we have a large listener base in india um and and in that part of the world we we can see you know uh in pakistan and uh some of those some countries i'm really not sure i could pronounce correctly 
but we have a, a large base there, and and sometimes I do kind of look at at the news, like what's happening over there, mm-hmm. um, and I see a lot, a lot of persecution of Christians. Um, there's, um, I believe I've on a whole different scale than what we think we do. But. Yeah, uh, yeah, in a whole different way. And and you know, if you look at the numbers. Um, you know, there's millions and millions of Christians in India, but I think there's one, like 1.4 billion people in India. Therefore, millions and millions of people only make up like two or three percent. Still of, a very great minority. Yeah. Um, but just just this past week, I believe it was June on June the 13th. I believe it was. Um, there was a a, a pastor of a christian church and his wife who happened to be pregnant uh were were beaten um inside the church from my understanding from from the report i read that the radical hindus came in to the church uh, and and beat them both it says she tried to they was beating the husband the pastor um for no other reason other than he's a christian pastor right um and that she obviously he wasn't out doing something he i mean yeah, not, they came into mm-hmm. his territory, so to speak, into yeah. his place. Yeah, and sh- it says she tried to come in and help to stop it, and and that they beat her too, uh, which was you know incredibly sad in in the first place. All right. But you know, some people just they they hate the gospel, and it's it's made me kind of to want to find out why what what is it, and, and there's very few Muslims uh, in in India mostly hindu and i believe it's the birthplace of the buddhist um but you're you're radical they call it radical hindus uh which you know anytime you put right you can put radical christians radical islamist uh so you know there's radicals in in all groups but it's their their mission is uh to to rid india of anything outside of hinduism um and and basically at any cost up to you know killing uh, I was on the the Voice of the Martyrs website uh, recently, and it said about 400 Christians a month are killed simply for their faith. And then it went on to say that there's many others that are killed, but they can't necessarily say it was only for their faith. Um, but so, you know, the the girl you talked to on the phone, she was not interested in the gospel. She basically yeah. ignored it. But the gospel, for some reason, sparks anger in people to the point of violence and yeah um you know i just have this question and i would love to hear your your thoughts on it but as as a as a christian and, and don't get me wrong i know there's there's plenty of christians out there who don't act like christians i should say there's plenty of people who claim to be christians who simply don't act like christians but they lack christ but if you read the bible and if you obey it and if you live by it then this is what you're called to do Love God, love one another. Mm-hmm. To go and do good. That's it. So love God, love one another, which means be kind to each other, be gentle right. with each other, be forgiving to each Say, other. Say love one another as I have loved you. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're called to do. So you go into a place in India and you say, I'm here in this town, this this state, this wherever I'm at. I'm here because what I believe is that we should all love one another, help one another, help the poor, help the sick. I think we should do good for one another, 
and and we just need to love God, love one another, and and at that point people want to come kill you, and and it's hard to understand why. I think I think there's two things that come to mind, and and I don't know if this is this is just my thoughts. One is when you say love everybody, accept everybody, be kind to everybody. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. It's the loving God part that immediately gets criticism and hatred. And I think that's just because they want everybody on an equal playing field and they don't want to sub- submit or whatever to some- to a higher authority. They don't want to recognize a higher authority whose standard is higher than theirs. Um, and the other thing is... When you start looking at the gospel, the gospel is good news. The very first thing that it does is it exposes sin. Before you can get to the good part, mm-hmm. you have to realize that you're a sinner. Yeah. And that nobody wants to do that. Yeah, so when, it's offensive. Yeah, it, exactly. So when even though it is the good news and it's and it rescues you and it sets you free and it heals you and it you know it it does all of these things for you that initial encounter with the gospel is very offensive because oh you're saying that i'm not good you're saying that i have problems you're saying that i need somebody Mm -hmm. you're saying i need a savior like i'm doing just fine on my own um and then too i think in regards to people who believe in other religions and other gods it's even more offensive than the people who play Christianity here because you're saying not only are you not a good person by yourself, but that God that you're worshiping is not even a God. Yeah. So you're you're calling into question their whole identity as mm-hmm. a Hindu or as a Buddhist. And it just it's offensive. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it it tends to end in in anger. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, a lot of times in violence. Uh, but it's it, just so hard. I think hard. it's the response. Like, they want to shut that information up. Yeah. Like, if somebody comes mm-hmm. with with that peace and that love to, to give to others, love God, love people, and they they encounter that, and there's that peace about them, and there's that joy about them, and they preach Jesus, they they just want to shut that up. Yeah. I think, too, one thing we can see, if you look at the countries, uh, you know, in, in, in India, uh, my understanding is that they're free to, to to worship however they want, even though there's persecution coming from all directions. Their, their, the laws of their country give them that right. Uh, but then when we look at countries like China, mm-hmm. uh, North Korea, where simply having a Bible could get you in jail or worse um i I think if you look at those countries um especially i mean we'll just use north korea because they're so radical on the other side but the government there keeps keeps their people in check the only thing that they see on the news is what the government's approved for them to see the only thing that they can have you know, in their grocery stores and in their stores is the things the government has approved. The only things they can pull up on the Internet is what the government has allowed to be put into the, you know, the servers there. Those kinds of things are all the government 
keeping control of, of people. Right. And in doing so, you're taking away people's freedoms because you're making sure what they consume, what they spend their time and doing. Making sure they can't think for themselves yeah. or make a choice but for themselves. what the gospel does for any person in any country, anywhere you are, of any nationality and male, female, it, it doesn't matter. What the gospel does is tells you that you're free. You're set free from sin. You're, you're, you have eternal life through Jesus Christ. And it gives you liberty and it gives you freedom that the government is not going to kill you because they can, they can kill your earthly body, but I have eternal life through Jesus. Right. Uh, the government can't control my thoughts because I, my mind is like, you know, I have this Set mind of him. Christ, right. uh, you know. And so I think when we look at that, that's what that's what scares these governments is we have control over these people. And Christianity is the one uh, religion that says that through your belief in Jesus, you're set free. You set free. Now, it tells us to obey the laws of the land and those things. Right. But there's a freedom that comes within you that these that some of these dictator-type countries they are saying, I don't to, want it. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, one a verse that comes to mind when we, when we talk about this is um, John 16, 33. And it, Jesus says, I told you these things so that, you might, that in me you might have perfect peace. In the world you will have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. I think that's what makes the difference is what other God, what other Savior can you put your trust in that says, I have overcome the world? There there is no one else. And so it gives that freedom that you were talking about. And that, you know, the the one that I have put my trust in, that I have staked my life on, has overcome the world. Yeah. So, and, and I don't like, think do a, whatever you want to me. Yeah. I, I don't think there's another re- religion, another belief, however you want to say that, uh, that that offers a way of forgiveness of sins. You You look at, from what I understand of Hinduism or Buddhism or even Islam, that it's a how much ever good I can do is going to affect you know my next there's life. No, there's or, no eraser. Yeah, and and I think we all know at some level, even atheist, even you know Islam or or Buddhist or Hindus or pick your religion. I think we all have a sense within us that we will not find everlasting life and everlasting joy without being forgived forgiven of what we've done and and therefore when when we start talking about these things and we start telling people that it's through jesus it brings kind of like what you said it brings an offense because now people saying or or, are feeling inside of them they know they're guilty of something and they know they're not going to go to to into eternal life without being forgiven of that but Maybe what they've believed, what their parents believed, what their country's beliefs are, doesn't offer them forgiveness, and it strikes fear, and fear brings confrontation. And but uh, I just I really feel every time I read one of these reports, 
uh, I really feel, you know, bad for these people, and it makes me think, what, what would I do, you know? Um, and, and just this week, also in Canada, there was another pastor thrown in jail. Uh, there's a, a heart wrenching, uh, not even heartbreaking, heart wrenching video uh, of it. Uh, he's in his driveway. His kids, little kids, are crying and screaming, "Daddy, don't go! Daddy, don't go!" And these police officers, I mean, this man, uh, as a pastor of the church, you know, he, he walked out. He, he, he took himself to the police. He, he offered himself, you know, to, you know, he didn't fight them, I guess what I'm saying. He didn't argue with them. He, he was respectful to them. But these little kids are just screaming. The mama's holding one or two of them. And, and the only thing that that man done was had an outdoor church service. He didn't even, you know, they're, they're still because they, they claim because of COVID, they don't want you to meet inside the churches. So he arranged an outdoor service. And, and I, the story I got, I've heard a couple different stories about it. One of them included that the government uh, flew a drone over to, to look and see what was going on in different places. And they spotted uh, people gathered and they was outside and uh, sent the police there, and they arrested him. And no, they didn't beat him. No, they didn't, you know, kill him or beat his family or none of those things that we see in these other countries. But simply because he wanted to meet with the brothers and the sisters. And and from what it looks, he he took precautions. He didn't say, let's just go to the church and yeah. we'll just... He tried you know, to do it right. Yeah, he tried to do it right. And, and they locked him up in jail, and as far as I know, he's still there. Um, but that's the, ironic. We don't know, want you to gather outside, so we're going to put you inside. Yeah, we'll put you in there. And you know, my my prayer is, as long as he's there, I hope he converts every inmate that he that he comes in contact with, and that God's glorified through it. But we look at the persecution comes in many ways. Uh, yeah. we, you got the people getting beaten. You you got people being beheaded. Then you got people just being thrown in jail. Um, and uh, I, one thing I read this was also in India was that uh, during you know covid hit hard there just like it did here uh, many people lost their jobs they they're they're struggling for money just you know and the government there done their best to pass out food and water and those things to help sustain life and it said that that many that were known to be christians were overlooked and not given any food um, and that the the point being made was Unless you turn away from Christianity, we're not going. We're help not going to give you food. We're not going to help you. And it's possible, and I, I don't know, but I haven't researched this or anything. But it's possible that that was just the local, you know, like the boots on the ground. Yeah. Not it didn't. It's possible it didn't come down from the government to say, "Hey, don't give Christians food." Yeah. But just the people who were actually in charge of passing it out. Mm-hmm. To and say, I, I know who I know that that person's a Christian. I'm going to walk on by their house. Yeah, I tell you something awesome that I did read though. Uh, it was talking about the number of people in that that churches are burnt over there, uh, but the number of, of churches that are burnt, the number of times people have been beaten, uh, and and been told they're going to continue to be beat if they don't convert, you know, back to to Hindu. Uh, but it said. This is well. Let me say this. This is what I thought I was fixing to read. 
it said very seldom are charges filed against the offenders and I thought it was going to say because of fear of you know further beatings or death it's what it actually said was there's seldom charges brought against them because the Christians find this as an opportunity to show forgiveness to the people and I thought wow you know that's sometimes you think well how can I share the gospel and and, and here you're thinking, I'm trying to share the gospel, but there's people coming in here and beating me. And but that's my opportunity. There's me an opportunity. Wow. You know, you, you beat me, and chances are you're coming back next week to beat me. I just want you to know I don't even hate you enough to file charges against you. And wow. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I, you know, I would wow. want some kind of security to think that guy's locked up now and he can't come back over here, you know, and and sneak up on me or, or come busting through the doors or whatever. Our our perspective, just just thinking about that, our perspective is sadly lacking. Yeah. To to think in that situation of physical harm, they're looking at it like Peter and John did. Mm-hmm. We rejoice because we were accounted worthy to suffer. Yeah. And taking that as an opportunity to share, and we're over here like I don't want to share the gospel because I'm it might get awkward. The conversation might get awkward, so I don't want to share the gospel now because I don't know what to say or I don't know how they're going to receive it. And I would say that the majority of this is not, we're not in any danger of getting physically assaulted because we talked about Jesus. No, no. Our, and and we, that's why I like our perspective really needs help. Yeah, we may get our feelings hurt, or you, you might have somebody who just ignores you like the girl on the phone. Uh, and, and just keeps talking about other things, or like I said, the the one time I had, they just never replied. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might have somebody, I've had people just, you, you remember years ago, uh, we went uh, to go door to door and just share Jesus, and the first house that we pulled up to, we started in the driveway, and that man come out and said, mm-hmm. don't step foot over here, I don't want to hear what you got to say. And I thought, well, he thinks we're selling something. So I said, sir, we're just here to talk a little bit about Jesus with you. And he said, I know, and I don't want to hear. And if you don't get off my property, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> so I remember. you know, there, there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, of people. Let's see here. Okay, um, yeah, there's a lot of people that uh, just don't want to hear it. But that's not persecution. I felt bad. I felt you know kind of offended and kind of anxious. Uh, a lot of things, but you know what? I, I wasn't getting thrown we in jail. We actually had or, or beaten. Uh, one time that Zach and I were out. We actually had somebody call the cops. Did you? Yeah, don't you don't know remember, remember that? that? You weren't with us. You were at a different um, place. But um, it was just a couple of years ago. We were over there by the church, and we were knocking on doors and leaving our little flyers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we had knocked on the door. Nobody came. So we just left a flyer like we were doing, every, you know, everywhere. And she came out and started screaming at us. And oh, I remember this. I remember the story. I was in a different, I was across in a different neighborhood that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. She came out and started screaming at us that it, we needed to take our junk and go somewhere else. And we need to quit littering. And he, she's going to call the cops. And Zach and I are like, okay, call them. Because we're not doing anything wrong. Like, we, you know, we weren't. No 
trespassing. There were no, you know, we weren't going past a sign. We weren't, you know. Yeah. We weren't doing anything. And, and, you know, I mean, that's there. So then she tried to hide around the corner of her house. And we're like, <laughs> we can see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's their prerogative. And if they don't want you there, that that's fine. Um, and we respect that. And I think that's, that's part of, as, you know, being a believer, as having love, meaning I'm not, I don't want to provoke uh-huh. that person to anger. But, yeah, those are things that bother us here right now. Uh, but, you know, the more and more we see things happening around the world, the more and more it starts to creep in over here to the point that we, you might, you know, you might get thrown in jail at some point for sharing the gospel. But um, I but guess, then you know. you have a whole prison full of people yeah, to share the gospel with. <laughs> um, it's not easy. I'm not, I'm not trying no. to make a joke or make light of it. No, because you, you're, none of, you're I mean, none of these situations are are physically or fleshly easy. No, they're not. But um, if your faith and trust is in Christ, then what what can happen? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, they can't they can't kill you. Oh, they can, but they just sent me home. Yeah. Uh, well, they they can think they can. <laughs> they can look at your body laying there and think I killed her. What they don't realize is you just went from life to life. And uh, and that's the thing we got to remember, is that that Christ is always there with us, and and you know we pray for for our brothers and sisters in these other countries. I pray for that pastor, um, that his family was traumatized, his children had to mm-hmm. see that, um, and we pray for them. But you know, in in the end, if you're a believer in Christ, you're still saved, and you're still going to heaven, and uh, and no matter how how hard it is, you know, to to look at. We, we can find some hope in, right. in those things. And uh, so if I, I could say just something to close uh, close this out today is be thankful if you're not if you're not one that's being persecuted. and and if you're if you're one of our listeners in one of these other countries in India, uh, Pakistan, Kuwait, those over there, um, just know that that you know you're you're being prayed for. And that there is a uh, there's a reward that that comes with being faithful to Christ, and that's uh, that someday you'll get to be with Him. The crown of life. That's right. So um, we'll just continue praying and and seeking um, seeking His will in all that we do, and and our brothers and sisters that that struggle, and uh, praying that that you know through our struggles that Christ will be glorified. That that they will see just how great he is. So, um, but that's all I had to close with today. I think you got any anything? Keep Jesus center stage. Hey, I like that. Let's go with that.